It's what? What's up? We're all, we're here. We're back. Cheers. Sneep to the beeps. Bonk. Linen. Bam. Squeaks. Oh, whiskey or, horchata. Horchata and whiskey. Yeah, that's gonna be that's right. Do it. Put it in your face. How was it? <laughs> Strong. That's right. <laughs> what did we talk about last time? I totally forgot. Man, I don't remember. He doesn't know either. Talk okay. about aliens, but you're saying that was before. It wasn't the last one. It was yeah. the one before that. That was a while ago. Oh, man, I don't know. I haven't posted it yet. Fair enough. What's new on the alien front? <laughs> I do have a large chunk <laughs> if you'd like it. Yeah, been, put it on a plate. I've slide been, it over. I've been noodling this for a little bit. I, took, okay. I, I dove deeper and then I, I took a tiny break. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Coward. You heard. <laughs> How dare you? You heard of Stephen Greer? That name sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah, you probably heard it said on Rogan's podcast or something, maybe. I listen to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> he's, he's been on it, I think, once or something. I don't know. I haven't okay. seen that. I, that's one of the things I want to chase down at some point. The, the only thing I can remember is Joe being like, when Steven Tyler was like, yo, man, did you see Unacknowledged? And he was like, what? No. Unacknowledged? Like, you need to see yeah. Unacknowledged. <laughs> Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And like, and Rogan being like, wow, is that that Steven Greer guy and stuff? And he's like, yeah, man, but you got to watch this movie. Okay. You watched the movie. So it seemed dismissive. It seemed like maybe Joe doesn't think whatever's going on over there is worth paying attention to. But yes, I did see Unacknowledged. Okay. <laughs> what do you think's going on? <sighs> man, it's pretty interesting. What's what's going on? It's what's, pretty interesting. What's the spice? So, I mean, we talked a lot about like a bunch of different like abduction stories and stuff, and about how like man, there's too much of this. There's something here. Mm-hmm. So Stephen Greer, who I am by no means an expert on his history, especially, but what I do know is he's a doctor. Okay. And then at some point, early what kind, what kind to of mid, I don't know, early to mid career. Is, is your mic on? Yeah, it's on. <laughs> Just checking. Early to mid-career, he he got into this uh, alien contacty stuff, and, and he's basically never left it. And now he's like, I don't know, 50-something? Okay. Um, what's a good way to put this? It's like... He's out of his fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a couple pieces. Like, there's... You know who Werner von Braun is? Yeah. Yeah. Am I some so. kind of plebeian? <laughs> Of course I do. So for all the schneebs in the audience. Yeah, right? yeah like for everybody the... else. Not for me, but for everybody else. Who was that? <laughs> He's the German rocket scientist <laughs> um, who was working with Germany during World War II. And then Operation Paperclip, where the United States scooped up a bunch of German scientists after the mm-hmm. war mm-hmm. to be like, yo, work on our stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he was one of them because he, like, he created the V-2 rocket, which was like a huge leap in, you know... Um, I want to say goodness, like sure. <laughs> in dopeness in rocket design, you know, like it was okay. the pinnacle of the state of the art for rockets. So they Step were like, forward. yo, work on rockets for us. And okay. and his rocketry work ended up being, you know, a lot of the stuff that we ended up using for the Apollo program to get to the moon. Mm-hmm. So he was a big deal. And he was like, he was a big brain for rocketry. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he would do specials where like Tomorrowland with Walt Disney and stuff on mm-hmm. TV when he was promoting Tomorrowland and stuff. Like Werner von Braun was a on at least one of those specials nice. talking about the future of space travel and mm-hmm. stuff. Are you saying he's an alien? Uh, no, 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 no. Damn. So, but okay. we're, so 
the reason I bring it up is Werner von Braun has an assistant at some point towards mm-hmm. the end of his life. Okay. And he's a big deal. And it's this chick who, unfortunately, I don't remember the name of. Um, you blow it. But he's he's near his deathbed. And okay. she's worked with him for at least several years at this point. Mm-hmm. So he knows him pretty well. And if not, like, really well. And on his deathbed slash near his death, he tells her. Yeah, what do you say? <laughs> I better get these numbers right. He said, it's something like, it's all a show. It's all a game. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he's like, first, because he dies, what, in 70-something? 70 or early 80s. Sounds right. So he says, first, the enemy will be the Soviets. Mm -hmm. Then it's going to be religious terrorists. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, shit. Then it's going to be something. Was there a third one or was there only three? I think there was four. So I don't know. Fuck. What's the third one? It was like, then something else. I forget. And then the fourth one will be extraterrestrial threat. And it's all a fucking joke. It's all a game. It's not real. You can't let them get away with it. That kind of thing. And then he dies. Who's getting away? Who's getting away with it? Like, I don't like the government. Power, the world. The powers whoever he's plugged into is a big deal rocketry guy for his whole career basically as an adult like so the, the, but like the powers that, stipulated. That the, the big power structures are going to make the soviets the enemy and then they're yeah. going to make extremist i'm assuming maybe he's enemy. focused on american stuff because from the war on he lives yeah. in america i believe yeah but you know we're number one so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make it the soviets make it terrorists, terrorists. make it Somebody else, the bankers, know, maybe. I what the other one 2008 was. crash. <laughs> no. Who was Wasn't, the enemy? Damn, I don't. And again, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's only three, but maybe it was. Maybe it was like. Well, this is important. The Russians. Because next is aliens. The, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, fuck. I can, <laughs> I can look it up real look quick. It up. Give me a second. Sure, I'll give you four seconds. Oh man. But aliens. Oh, but then it's not real. It's gonna be aliens, but it's not aliens. Or it's aliens, but they're just pretending they're the enemy. They're not the enemy. Because, like, where'd this guy get his intel? From the aliens? <laughs> aliens are telling them the future. Well, and then he was saying, very deeply involved with rocketry and NASA. Yeah, so maybe he just so... picked up a phone and it's an alien on the other end. And he's like, hey, they're going to, like, frame us as the enemy <laughs> in 2022 to 2028. <laughs> oh, man, where's this quote? Man? And don't believe the hype, son. <laughs> Um, yeah. man, Google's giving me a lot of what I don't want. That's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but di- big deal in rockets. Keep Hanging out with Walt Disney. Keep vamping, rather. <laughs> I never vamp, son. I just express myself honestly in an entertaining way. <laughs> <laughs> to keep people distracted while you look stuff up on Google. No, I thought that went in a very different direction than where I thought you were going. I thought he was going to like have contact with aliens, but like they're real to hang out on the moon. Uh, and that's why we keep going back to the moon and stuff. Or like that's why we wanted to go in the first place. And it starts to sound like a Transformers movie. God, this is <laughs> Something like that. So... Or like we picked up a radio signal from deep space and they were straight up talking to us like in our own language. <laughs> In our own language. Oh, man. But like, they've, they've been studying us. They know English. 
And they're saying, what's up? Like, hey, we're coming. We'll, we'll be there. He'll probably be dead by the time we get there, but we're coming. <laughs> we're coming. Break out the fine china, you know. And he's just disappointed because he was like, he thought he would live long enough to see it. But then he's like, oh, I'm dying. So then he's telling his lady. I'm not going to get it, man. I'd have to pull up like a video. And I, I know where it is if we do that, but that'll take a second. All right, well, pass. So I don't think it's super important. It was basically escalating threats of a, he's, if this is to be believed, which I don't know. I don't, I haven't deeply researched this chick, but she seems like she's being genuine. Okay. And so it seems like if that's true, well, then he actually said that. And if it's actually what he said, then it is like, well, what do you mean? Like, the Cold War was a real thing. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, but, like, maybe he's referencing, like, it was a manufactured problem. It was a manufactured okay. conflict when it didn't have to be or wasn't really or something, right? Sure. And then, like, maybe the terrorism stuff, like, false flaggy type stuff, I guess. He's not – clearly he's not pointing to anything specific. Mm-hmm. But, and then – and then it'll be aliens and, like, don't believe it. You need to let people know it's not real. That's not real. Okay. Okay. So, couple that with the Stephen Greer guy. Yeah, what's Greer saying? If I were to condense his argument down, it's basically the following. Mm-hmm. During World War II, when we figured out nuclear bombs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did that. Yeah. And we exploded them. <laughs> that the kinds of energy and the levels at which may be having repercussive effects in other dimensions than the obvious. Whoa, what? And that would like, maybe explain. Hold up, hold up. This Come is like, on. This, what? <laughs> this, this is like Superman's death. I mean, so and his so scream is calling the aliens to Earth. <laughs> no. We set off the bomb and now no. interdimensional alien beings are going to get disrupted by it. <laughs> it's not going to be Steppenwolf. Or Darkseid. Why not? <laughs> well, that's a weird detail of this as well. It's very odd and it's very specific. And it's like... Basically, aliens have visited the Earth over millennia, Okay. but we saw an uptick once we figured out nuclear bombs. Okay. Why? Because they noticed. Okay. (laughs) They're like, whoa, what's going on over there, dude? And possibly, it's tearing through and causing havoc and damage in dimensions that we're not hip to, because we don't have sense organs for it or don't pay attention. Okay. So, you know, maybe we killed a shit ton of fucking aliens in a different dimension when we blew up, you know, at this point. But, you know, island in the middle of nowhere and we're testing or Japan or something. So, okay. so because you appear to have an uptick in UFO sightings from World War II onward mm-hmm. or from like Manhattan Project onward. Okay. So then the argument becomes they're, they've always been coming here, but few and far between until we start doing that. And they start being like, whoa, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And Greer's argument is basically from like Roswell or maybe a little before mm-hmm. the government slash nation state type actors were able to find and then get crashed alien vehicles. Okay. And like Roswell, like it's in the paper saying this really happened. There's a flying saucer. Oh, this is so nuts. And then the next day, like, Oh, just kidding. Never mind. It was like a weather balloon. Mm-hmm. And then like, uh, what about all the pictures and the stuff from yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and the general argument goes that like, you know, maybe who knows? I don't I don't know if he specifies, but like you know, the FBI, CIA, NSA, whoever. I don't think the NSA was around yet, but um, they acquire crashed vehicles. Okay. Maybe beings inside, maybe not. 
eventually the Department of Energy slash private industry ends up being at least partly, if not wholly, a repository for this material. Mm -hmm. Partly because you can't, like later on when people can do like Freedom of Information Acts, you can't do that on a private company, only public stuff. Mm -hmm. So there's a vested interest in like, oh, let's give this to Boeing. Oh, let's give this to Lockheed Martin. Oh, let's give this to them and they'll protect it. Da, 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 da. So you end up with this confluence of like government agencies slash private industry slash the Department of Energy, which was only born around the 50s. Mm -hmm. And so they study it and they come up with advances, some of whom claim the fiber optics came out of downed alien craft really? and examining its material and its pieces mm -hmm. and go, that's a good idea. We could do that. Mm. <laughs> fiber optic, it's like glass or plastic and then light will bounce around in it. Oh my God, that's a great idea. And then, like, there's a guy who wrote a whole book who was, like, a general or something about that he claims that was from a downed alien craft. We figured out fiber optics from that because it had fiber optics. And mm -hmm. we're like, whoa, we could do that. Okay. So, you have this confluence of government and private industry that sort of get their hand on the material, study it, etc., and keep it way the fuck out of anyone's view. Mm -hmm. The public, but also start sectioning it, walling it off from the rest of the government as well. Mm -hmm. So... Time goes by, time goes by. They're like men in black showing up and, and not erasing people's memories necessarily, but like taking the stuff and, and going away. That's not as cool. And then, well, I don't know. Maybe they do. I don't know. <laughs> it's not part of his story. So then his, his story basically continues that like, you know, imagine that started in the 50s and now mm. it's 2020. <laughs> yeah. We're a long ways from then. Okay. And they've continued to visit. And we've continued to acquire craft. We've continued to study the material and possibly beings of some sort that have like been in a crashed vehicle or something. Mm -hmm. But why, it's been. Why can't they drive? Why are they crashing so much? Well, one thing would be like they ran into a nuke. <laughs> they ran into a nuclear explosion when it well, didn't know that was going to be there. <laughs> oh, shit. Like there's one story that says like, yeah, it was a nuke test off some island site and they like, oh shit, I think we just blew up a UFO. What the hell's that thing? Like, <laughs> like a saucer was recovered because they're like, oh, whoops. Weird. Didn't know okay. you were there. Or, you know, they travel, they seem to travel so fast. They're mm -hmm. like, well, how would you know he was on his way through that area? Mm -hmm. Anyway. Um, so, but like basically that it's become so, so much deeper and deeper and deeper uh, embedded in secrecy that the vast majority of people even at the pentagon even at the cia etc don't have access or need to know clearance for these projects they call like special access projects mm -hmm. that you could ask you could actually have somebody who's high level up at a private company who has a higher access level than like the general of the pentagon or whatever and and he sees that as a very large problem and okay. how it relates to Werner von braun is basically that what they've been doing is studying trying to reverse engineer, do the shit that Bob Lazar was hired to do, mm -hmm. and that they figured a lot of it out, like Bob Lazar said they had, mm -hmm. right? They could at least pilot it. Um, a bunch of stories about like, yeah, they, they had one craft, they tried to figure out how the engine works, they couldn't figure it out. So what they did instead was they put a nuclear propulsion, human beings built engine mm -hmm. where, the, where the UFO engine was, mm -hmm. and they, they flew it, they tried to fly it from like one base to another in like Arizona or somewhere at night. Mm -hmm. And everything was going great till they got to like 40,000 feet. And then when they came, they started coming down, then like all of a sudden they lost control over mm -hmm. like how it directionalizes itself or something. So they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> they started beep, beep, beeping and like losing control. And they end up over a, like a stretch of highway or something at night. And they end up 
blasting because there's just straight radiation coming out the bottom of this thing. Mm. And they end up hovering over cars mm -hmm. with these random people. And these people end up getting cancer and dying later on in life and say the government caused it. And mm -hmm. they're like, we don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That wasn't us. Mm -hmm. Partly because the person saying it wasn't us has no access to the program mm -hmm. and certainly wouldn't know. Yeah. And so they're like, yeah, that's not us. <clears throat> and so they couldn't apply for you know, whatever you call it, like un or not unemployment, but like a disability and shit. Like the government mm -hmm. did this to me. Um, so, so one of the major claims is that like, we figured it out that like the whole, where's the zero gravity type stuff? Where's the anti-grav? Where's mm -hmm. the, where's the, how can these vehicles do stuff like you're seeing happen off the mm -hmm. coast of San Diego and shit. And it's like, yeah, we figured it out. You know, they, we do know how. Wow. Oh. But they've kept it incredibly secret. The special, these special access programs, like they, mm. and the thing is, he's claiming they've built replica UFOs. Okay. That aren't as elegant looking, but they've figured out the basic technology. Okay. So the ability to travel quickly and seem to deform space time in order to do so. And like, mm -hmm. you know, how can you accelerate? And we're like, whoa, there's no friction to this. There's no sonic boom. There's no mm. air. You don't care about aerodynamics so much as like, it's something else. Yeah. Like they figured all that out hmm. over the, you know, intervening like 45 onward and they've built replicas and that they they have craft like the, the fucking triangles and the, and the UFO discs and stuff that like the weird place we're in is that they're able to replicate these mm -hmm. convincingly enough that if you saw them, you would go, what in God's name is that thing? Looks like a goddamn UFO, yeah. especially because the prevailing understanding is like, we can't build anything like that, mm -hmm. especially when you have pilots who saw something in 2004 2014 or whatever it was mm -hmm. going like not that nothing i've ever seen was like that it's like yeah because they've done such a good job keeping a secret mm -hmm. that like just the the thing that rang in my head and she's like yeah you've seen the tic tac video yeah that probably wasn't a ufo man that was like That's built us. by lockheed martin yeah there was a fucking person driving that thing and laughing he didn't say, he didn't say that <laughs> part. Laughing at but like these laughing dogs. that the, these conventional pilots are like, what is that? And he's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Let me this. I'm going to spook them. I'm going to go to their rendezvous point. Like, hmm. And I was like, oh, something about that rings true. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and so his concern is that you put a bunch of these pieces together is that like, yeah, we did figure it out. We've been able to not car, like cargo cults the wrong term because they work. Because uh -huh. they're functioning vehicles. They're just not as good looking. Like the real ones seem to be like almost 3D printed, but out of one material. And ours are more conventionally built. But like figuring out the thing that deforms space time to move you, you know, at almost instantaneous speed and stuff. Mm -hmm. Beep, bop, boop. It can do that. And that, <laughs> and he thinks that if you couple that with the uh, also stories that you can't find a credible UFO abduction quote quote story mm -hmm. in which the people were actually harmed and terrorized on purpose. Mm -hmm. Right. Even Travis Walton was like, well, at the time it was fucking terrifying, but in retrospect, I think I just got hurt and they were trying to fix me like a dog going to the hospital or something. Mm -hmm. He's like, there appear to be repeated contact with aliens over time. And they all seem to be benign mm -hmm. when they have every reason to fuck us up if they wanted to. Because mm -hmm. they have advanced technology, right? If they wanted to sure. nuke the Earth, they could do it in a blink. Yeah. They haven't. Even when we may or may not have like accidentally killed some of them mm -hmm. by blowing up nukes and accidentally like, whoops, there was a UFO traveling through that same part of space. If they were so superior, they'd probably think like, well, hey, you idiot. What were you doing flying over there? But you think, right? Like but like, but interesting that there's no revenge instinct. There's no... Yeah. 
right? Like yeah. even the normal human, even if you killed your, oh, they killed my friend on accident. Like a lot of humans would still be like, mm -hmm. I can't let this stand. <laughs> but if they're aliens and trying to ascribe little yeah. monkey brain stuff to aliens, they're like, we're not sure. like that. Yeah. Well, but that's an important piece that he's like, that it's, it's important to note that that's how they function. That apparently mm -hmm. they mean us no fucking harm. Okay. Because if they wanted to, they could have done it already. Mm -hmm. They could have blown us to hell. And, they ha and they've had maybe decent reasons to, and they've never done it. Yeah, if we take blowing up their ship. But, I mean, if, if we blew up their mm -hmm. ship with a, a test, you know, we're doing atomic mm -hmm. bomb tests or whatever we're doing. Mm -hmm. Knock one of their ships out of the sky. Where are the pilots? When the ship crashed, wouldn't we just go oh. inside and find the dead aliens? Yeah, I'm assuming we did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where are those guys? I don't know. In an Area 51 type place. Mm. He has a photograph that appears to be from the 1920s with people who look like doctors dissecting something that looks like a fucking definitely not human corpse. How so? Like one classic big head? It has a big-ish head, but it's like half caved in looking, so it's kind of hard to tell where it's like, mm -hmm. if it had eyes, where they'd be kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's got ribs, but it's definitely got like too many or too few or something, and it's like weirdly skinny. It's like this weird charred color, like maybe it was in a fire, or maybe mm. that's just what it looks like. Like It's in the documentary if you want to check it out. Mm. <laughs> Pretty spooky. At least I think it's acknowledged. Uh, <laughs> maybe another one. But So, but then you're like, okay, but like, how's that make sense? All right, like that's disappointing that <laughs> if it's like, where's the anti-gravity stuff? Which in the 50s, there was a lot mm. of stuff in the culture sphere of like, anti-gravity, Jetsons, we're going to have jetpacks, we're going to have flying cars, this is going to be dope, mm -hmm. this is the next thing on everyone's mind. Never mind. <laughs> Never and they're like, Where'd all the, why is it gone quiet? Hmm. And it's like, because we figured it out, and a certain people in key positions said, I don't fucking think so. Why not? What are they waiting for? Right? Because that's the thing that's like disappointing from a, I want to say justice perspective, but like a, like a, Wow, how could you fuck with you like the entirety of the globe like this by keeping that hidden? Or just it's an advancement in travel. We could replace jets with this crazy new stuff, mm -hmm. and you're like, "No, nah, we got to keep this under wraps because once we let it out, like other countries will have it too." Uh, so maybe not if they're expensive, or you keep it locked down of how we do it. Like, eh, I mean, but everything ends up getting duplicated with enough eventually. effort. Right, like, but like, it's just a different way of traveling. Give your enemy deal? the weapon, and they have it two years later, even if you try to keep it away. Like, I don't. I, I was thinking, like, oh, maybe it's that, but like, wouldn't you? Uh, it's like, okay, they've been keeping it for the next world war, and then they'll unleash their like a massive advantage once they like have to. But then the more I thought about, it, I was like, I don't know, man, that doesn't work. <sighs> the thing that it sounds like, <laughs> and this and this is more or less his argument, uh, is that um. They've like, you know, cracked it, built stuff, mm -hmm. successfully kept it secret, and tried to build replicas. Not like mm -hmm. airplanes with anti-grav engines, but like build something that looks like a UFO. Build something that looks like the black triangles. Build something that looks like those flying Vs or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and you're like, fucking why? Like, what's the purpose? Like, mm -hmm. just to get it to work the same? Because you're not sure what the important parts are, so you're just trying to copy them as close as possible? Mm -hmm. Yes and no. But then when, when it's like, no, like Werner von Braun's assistant being like, yeah, the whole point is to, it's going to be a fake alien invasion. And you're like, fucking what for? Oh, like Watchmen style? The squids yes. show up in Manhattan? And Very like, a Watchmen style. 
Okay. And you're like, but why? Because uh, what are you waiting for? It's been 40 years. Because, well, yeah. <laughs> and like, remember the stuff, I think we were talking about this, right? Like the To the Stars Academy and stuff and Lou Elizondo and Tom DeLonge and stuff. They were the yeah. ones who got Congress to like ask for the Pentagon for, right. it was the Pentagon right. for the, the footage and the report. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And what Greer's doing, what Greer said, he's like, listen, he, he doesn't like those guys because he yeah. thinks they're part of the machine. And I don't know if that part's true, <laughs> but I but I don't think he's wrong about this part, which is if you look at it, every time they bring it up, they make a point of saying, we don't know what they're up to. They're violating national airspace. They could be a threat. They could be a threat. They could mm. be a threat. And he's like, they're just spinning the story of the eventual mm. alien attack story. And he's like, that doesn't make sense. It's always been benign. Mm. They've contacted us throughout centuries, even if you just did the 50s to now he's like where's the where's the report that they mean us any harm whatsoever sure and this, i was like well then how does that make sense well why would they want to spur the world the towards war with yeah. aliens when we will fucking lose yeah like let's say we have why a lot aliens? of these alien airplanes right or, yeah. or whatever ufos and maybe even built some weapons based on the same technology somehow right like okay. it's not transpo it's like i'm gonna point a ray gun at you let's say that's even true what are the chances we're going to beat any alien force that spent a thousand years doing that? Yeah. And we just got there. We, we've spent the last 60 or something. Sure. We're going to lose. Like, inst like the same day. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like the planet's fucking gone. What the hell is the advantage of spurring the, the world to think aliens are a threat? Let's go get them. And, and you could be like, well, I don't know, global cohesion or something. It's like, yeah, but again, how's that help us if we're dead the next day, like 24 hours later? Yeah. And then it occurred to me. And this all seems to link up. It's like, that's not the point. The point is, the aliens don't give a fuck. It's not that they don't give a fuck, but like, they're not going to intervene. Okay. So the play is to fake the world into thinking the aliens have attacked, not to actually get them, get the world to like agree to go fight aliens. Okay. It's to get the world to agree to fight aliens who are not real. And then the military industrial complex can pretend to fight aliens and pretend to win. And sink all of our money into this play show of an intergalactic war. Because the second it gets real with aliens, we're dead. So yeah. they're going to performatively act as if the conflict is real. And that would be a reason you would do it. To keep the machine running. To keep all the money being funded that was previously kind of mostly into like black, uh, you know, whatever you call projects. Like the reason the fucking Pentagon says, like, we can't account for 50% of our budget. And mm -hmm. you're like, where's it going? It's going, it's getting channeled into these black projects that like most people don't even know exist. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how do we keep the, how do we keep the money flowing and me in a job that I keep doing that I enjoy that also you could maybe rationalize to yourself as, as producing the ability to protect yourself in the long term, Right. Yeah. If you war game yourself, maybe you do get into a chance, a, a place where you could fight aliens if they ever tried to pick a fight with you. That sounds super boring. <laughs> super what? Boring. Oh. Like these dummies. It seems very self-preservation-y, no. though. Yeah? Yeah, but That's like. That's the thing Eisenhower was saying. Like, let's watch out for the military industrial complex. Yeah, but like. It's only got worse from that. Aliens are real. They're <laughs> superior to the point of indifference. They mean us no harm. Instead of that being revealed, it's more like, hey, let's frame them and mischaracterize them as a yeah. threat yeah. for money. Essentially. Like, and, and, money, continued, and continued being the top banana. 
Kind Who of. You know what I mean? cares? Resource and power. Like that. What? Aliens are real <laughs> and you're counting your fat stacks? It's like you don't have enough money? Like, this is stupid. Right? And just like, well, if we figured out anti-gravity, that would change the world tomorrow. That means climate change literally doesn't need to be an issue. Like, if if we could just switch from what we're doing now, burning fossil fuels and stuff, Mm -hmm. to something that doesn't require that shit, maybe turn sunlight into battery power into Mm -hmm. zero-point energy or something, it's a done deal the next day. That's exciting. And it's like, it's just gross to think, like, if this is real. Then, like, people have kept it under wraps literally just to continue to be at the top banana. And they're like, I'm, I'm going to let the rest of the world pretend that they're playing the actual game while I know that there's a cheat code that I could change the game tomorrow, but I'm not going to do it until I want to spin a story that keeps me top banana even when the technology gets out. Because it inevitably will, but it'll be on my terms and I'll lie. And it's just like, wow, this is fucked. It's not even a person. Like the military industrial complex is a complex. So it's like, I'm going to sit on this so I can stay top banana. I was like, dude, you're 60 years old. You're going to die of a heart attack in 17 years. Can you be around for this? Fuck off. Can we just get somebody to like squeak it out? There's way too much ego going on for an organization. Like, we collectively have agreed to keep well, the top banana by pretending you... that aliens are the enemy so we can keep making bombs and then fire them into space at nothing and then come back and be like, we got them. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> There's a guy, I don't think this is part of the Stephen Greer stuff, but a guy who was in the military who said uh-huh. that the that the that that some somehow an edict of some sort was communicated by aliens that said, they don't really... They will not tolerate weapons in space. Mm-hmm. And the person was like, well, how do you? And he was like, we tried to shoot a nuclear. We wanted to see what a nuke explosion on the moon would look like, like what it would do to the soil, what we'd get soil sample wise, mm-hmm. what it would, how we, what we could learn from the explosion pattern itself. And we shot that fucking missile with a nuke warhead into space and a vehicle seemed to appear and spin around it, shoot what looked like some sort of light beam at different points in the thing and it deactivated. <laughs> Ah, shit. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it seems like the aliens are benign, cool, and they're just like, we're just waiting for you guys to grow up. But if your shit gets outside your house, i.e. off your planet, then I got a problem. <laughs> and it's like, what? Like, how? why haven't we blown up a nuke on the moon? I don't know. It's Honestly, more dangerous tell you if we did. in Earth atmosphere, but we definitely have You could tell like, me they did in the 90s, and I'd be like, really? That's crazy. <laughs> well, to my understanding, we haven't. And it struck me as odd because it is like to blow it up in Earth's atmosphere, it's gonna like the ga- like the fallout is yeah. gonna blow across the world and fuck up somebody's crops in like mm-hmm. Asia and then like scatter into the water in some sea. And why not do it in space? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that would be a very interesting answer. It's like, yeah, we fucking tried. <laughs> and the alien overlord said no. And somebody specked it out and went, nah, not today, bitch. And if like, we, Whoa, what? <laughs> if if the complex did try to frame aliens and they were pretending, yeah. They're the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something they might not tolerate? Well, I think no. As and long I, as you kept it local. As long as you kept it. But we're basing that just on trying to send a nuke to the moon. And then they intervened. Sure. And I was like, hey, on the news, you know, this guy, the president's trying to announce that the enemy, that, you know, the so aliens you think, like, have the information, first. The propaganda would yeah. be like, hey, 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 I didn't do that to And you. alien just comes down and be like, no, we didn't. Shut up. Sit down. Well, that would be cool. That'd be awesome <laughs> if that's like, that does spur somebody to come down and interrupt and be like, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. You're not putting that on me. Cut the shit. <laughs> Knock it off. Oh, these old motherfucker. 
like a like what the movie did with Watchmen. It was like great. Doc Manhattan's out there watching, watching you. The alien just comes <laughs> time, down time, and time. says, "Cut the shit and do it again. I'll be back." Yeah. And then leaves, and everybody's like, "Oh, <laughs> okay." I mean, like you part, you've seen, have you have you heard of this Ronald Reagan's speech at the UN while he was president, saying something like, "I always wondered, like if." How we would put our petty disregards yeah, disregard yeah. aside, disagreements aside, yeah. if aliens were to show up, we'd all realize we're one people, one planet. Yeah, we'd rally behind the common enemy. And people point to that to go, he was read in on part of this. Yeah. And that was a plan of possibility that he was aware of. And that's Maybe. why he fucking said it. <laughs> yeah, or he's just... Yeah. Know, I mean, something. there was also an Outer Limits episode around that same time, right? That's mm-hmm. why Watchmen's riffing on what it's riffing on. So maybe that came out before Reagan. He just watches TV. Sure. But, or he just had an idea. He was just noodling for that. And then like, man, we would definitely rally behind a global threat like an alien. You know what the weirder part is? Oh, the weirder part? (laughs) Yeah. What's that? So Greer has spent like the large majority of his life on this thing. Mm -hmm. And he and he put on a a, a symposium of kind, like I think ten years ago now. The tenth anniversary was recently, I think. Or maybe it was a twenty. I think it was in the early nineties, so it would have been yeah, it had to be 20-something. Math. It was a, the Disclosure Project, and he pulled everybody okay. he could find who he, who he contacted who mm-hmm. contacted him about like, yeah, I'm, I was a fucking retired general, and I saw this, and I did mm-hmm. that, or I had access to these plans for a replica UFO disc-shaped device that we were building to pilot. Like, mm-hmm. And he's like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was like a, it was like a three, four-day thing, and they, they just tried to get everything on cameras, which like, it's the 90s, so you had news cameras and stuff there. And, uh, and there's footage and shit. It's on YouTube and stuff. Hmm. Um, but trying to call together all of the like eyewitnesses of like, I saw a vehicle, I saw this, or I was part of this military program, uh, you know, this tangential part of it that I can mm-hmm. tell you, yes, at this air show, we had a fucking UFO behind a, a goddamn pipe and drape. Hmm. <laughs> and only certain people were allowed to see the, whatever they called it. They had like some goofy name for it that's, that insinuated like anti-gravity or a spatial mm-hmm. deformation or something like that. Um, but the goofier part, mm-hmm. or the, the weirder part, is um, so so Greer hates the idea that like if they're benign, if they're they they mean us no harm, and maybe you're just like, hey guys, what's up? Mm-hmm. You know, because um, if they could, if they wanted to fuck us up, they could have at any time, and they seem to not every time they have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like, he's he seems real rubbed the wrong way that somebody's going to try to sell the story where they're the evil enemy. Okay, they're like from Independence Day or whatever, you know. They're just here to blow us up or kill us all. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's fucked up when it's not true. Mm-hmm. So he has devised a protocol of a kind that he calls CE5, standing mm-hmm. for Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, <laughs> where okay. he and a group of people go out into, doesn't matter where kind of, but like a place anywhere in the world at night, typically. Mm-hmm. And they do sort of, I'm unclear on the specifics. Because this documentary didn't get into like exactly what they're doing, but it's clearly some sort of group meditation of a kind, mm-hmm. where they deliberately attempt to contact aliens with their attentional consciousness and ask them, invite them, yeah, to visit them where they are. Okay. And they've got a bunch of footage of really weird shit happening when they do it. <laughs> what kind of stuff? Unfortunately. Nobody like stepping out of a very silver looking ship and saying, yo, what up, guys? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. But... That would be amazing. But Usually. What, what do they got? Um, a lot of flying orbs that move in ways that airplanes can't. Um, uh, weird photography that looks like 
uh, energetic things that you would call spirits like but it doesn't have like body it's not there's no face um uh a lot of lights in the sky you, pretty much that I, unfortunately I, don't land i, I like think that is i don't know can they not get off the I ship and i was frustrated with the so movie good. that it didn't that it didn't like did you ask them to like yeah. step out and like actually shake your hand or something because like because I think what happens, actually, given on the video, when you see when, like, the rest of the group is, oh, shit, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> they, I think that, I think, like, first evidence of something actually happening is mm -hmm. that it kind of breaks the flow a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, like, maybe you're losing direct contact with it a little bit. I don't know. But it's just like, man, can you, can we get at, the, the, the one thing that I was like, holy fucking shit, was there was a, it, it was one of these CE5 gatherings. They're out in the Sedona Desert or somewhere. And a guy who's part of this group who's decided to go out and do this with them, he's um, he's been like deaf, mm -hmm. like 90% deaf or something, like for most of his life or something. Mm -hmm. He wears a hearing aid to hear. And um, he – oh, fuck. Is this before or after? I think it's before. So they, they go – they sit – and they do the group meditation stuff where basically they're just inviting aliens to like trying to visually show them where they are on planet Earth. Like they're just mm -hmm. visualizing like space to Earth to Arizona to this desert campsite or something. Okay. That, that seems to be what Greer is describing. And uh, um, I think there was some sort of light or something. And then somebody got a photograph of the moment when one of the group said too that he felt like there was somebody standing behind him. Mm -hmm. And that they just kind of like put his hand on his shoulder. Mm -hmm. So I get his attention. And, and this photograph looks a lot like there is a fucking anthropomorphic figure standing behind him. Mm -hmm. It almost looks like, if you remember in Star Wars, in the cantina, mm -hmm. like two seconds into the, the first moments in the cantina, mm -hmm. there's this triangle-headed alien. Okay. Yeah, his head's mostly a triangle, and his eyes look sort of like like a bee's eyes, like a mm -hmm. bunch of catacomby whatever okay. facets to his eye. Here's a lens, right? Not so much the eye part, but the triangle head shape. Mm -hmm. It looks like an, it looks like somebody standing there with a fucking triangle head of mm -hmm. a kind. Okay. And then frustratingly, it's like pitch black dark, but he's lit up, so it almost mm -hmm. looks like he's shining from some okay. internal. Somehow he's illuminated, but like his face isn't super visible. So you're like, are my eyes tricking me? But mm -hmm. then the real question is like, if it's not some for what it, what is the it? fuck am I looking at? If it's yeah. not some sort of projected consciousness alien, like what the fuck am I looking at? It's nuts. And like the movie itself too, like puts it into Photoshop and tries to like dial up the contrast and fuck mm -hmm. with things to like see more. And you basically see about the same, mm -hmm. but like, is nuts. And they have a picture of another one that they say was like this little two, two and a half foot tall thing that could zoom around a little bit. Again, these, mm -hmm. these, they're describing like energetic beings rather than physical things. Yeah. They're not Nobody stepped out of a vehicle. Aliens. They just like yeah. appeared. And it's like, it sounds like mini hoonies in Hawaii. It sounds yeah. like little fairies or elves or something. Like this guy's tiny mm -hmm. and he's dancing around and he told them his name or something in mm -hmm. sort of, some sort of like, mind mill telepathic-y type exchange of information like mm -hmm. and they have a picture of him it looks very strange it doesn't look like a typical photographic artifact of something mm -hmm. it doesn't look like a photoshop job or something like it it looks like what in the fuck am i looking at mm -hmm. this is nuts so he's gone about deliberately contacting 
different alien races mm -hmm. in order to make peaceful civilian contact before the powers that be with spaceships mm -hmm. start trying to tell tales that like we should all go to war with our neighbors. Yeah. And he's like, I'm trying to reach out to as many as possible to be like, I won't be friends, dude. Mm -hmm. We've got some weird psychopaths in charge over here. <laughs> Can you help us out? Oh, and the triangle head guy. Mm -hmm. Later that night, this is like, dude, you didn't have a video camera? Although, at the same time, I'm like, if this incredibly, weirdly transcendent, numinous experience was happening to me, am I going to grab my cell phone or am I going to have the experience? Mm -hmm. the, he, he was standing on his porch of his, like, cabin or something he rented mm -hmm. for this, you know, weekend. And, the tri and like, he, he saw a red light or something that looked like, I guess, before the triangle head guy appeared, like, like a lot of times, there was some sort of orb of light, I think, or something. And anyway, mm -hmm. he saw it and he just felt... Like the presence of this whatever, this being, this consciousness, whatever, and he and he, he asked it. He's like, "Hey, man, like, like with his thoughts, I'm assuming, mm -hmm. or maybe he said it out loud. Who knows?" He like asked it. He's like, "I have this thing with my hearing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is there any chance you could help me out?" <laughs> mm -hmm. And then, ah, fuck. And then I forget what happened. But like, the next morning, he got up to go to breakfast with everybody, mm -hmm. and he sits down at you know fucking Denny's or wherever they are. Mm -hmm. And it's like 20 minutes later when somebody says, yo, where's your fucking hearing aid? Mm -hmm. And he's like, holy fuck. I can hear everybody clear as day. I don't, I don't need that thing anymore. What the mm. fuck? He did it. He healed me. <laughs> Some kind of healing alien. Yeah. Fixed his, his noggin. Fixed his fucking ears or his brain or whatever was hurt. Like so this, this is leaning more what? towards energetic spirits, like more interdimensional aliens. Yeah. Which is why he here. leans on maybe the atomic bomb tests and stuff were ripping apart other dimensions. And that's part of why we got more attention after that. They're like, yo, 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 stop. What the fuck is this? Huh. Or, or, or not. He doesn't seem like super convinced that that's what's happening. But like, he's like, you know, maybe Oppenheimer apparently said the same thing. Mm-hmm. He was just like, what if we're causing more havoc somewhere else we can't even see? <laughs> Possible. Something along those lines. And I was like, ooh. Mm -hmm. You think Chris Nolan's Oppenheimer movie is going to... I fucking hope so, dude. When I heard that, I was like, <laughs> oh, can you get into the weirder Oppenheimer shit, please? Like, Interstellar was pretty space weird. It was. So. It was four-dimensional. It was very time-loopy, retro-causation-esque. Like, let's go. Yeah, that's what let's he's do doing. It. Oppenheimer was was plugged into a lot of stuff. Like... Let's go. Maybe that's exactly what he's doing. He's going to spend Warner Brothers mil. wasn't having it. So he went to Universal. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's true. It's now with Universal. Warner Brothers fucked that up. Yeah, it's odd. They didn't fix that. Or enough to lose him. Or he's, he wanted out for a while. And he's like, you know, now's a good time. Nah, I feel like it was the streaming thing and then and then it was like but it's a little like how are you gonna get it back and it's like you almost can't tell him anything at this point because he's gonna sweetheart everybody's yeah. gonna give him a sweetheart deal so how's he gonna turn sure. it down once he gets the deal but on his end it's kind of like come on man <laughs> unprecedented global pandemic trying to figure out how he's to being do a little this. bit of a crybaby about it but and then depending on what maybe maybe he was like he was being very cool and then execs were telling him to eat shit <laughs> he was like, that's the part I don't like. Because I said I'm unhappy, sure. and you said, who cares? And I was like, oh, okay. All right, that's a bigger thing. <laughs> True. But, I don't know. Like to, nobody's yeah. talking about it. Where's the report? 
of like why yeah what no the conversation left? looked like they're just oh. inter- no one do an interview and just kind of say it and he's like you know like, what Scott Snyder got that sweet Netflix deal I'm out of here yeah but it's just that <laughs> there's like ah Warner Brothers did this I wasn't happy about it they didn't care and then I said there's... I'm Chris Nolan I can go anywhere else and I can do anything else everything's still very up in like up in the air right like the Discovery murder still hasn't like settled yeah it's not done what's going on with that what was the thing the uh, Warner Max Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. what it's called? No, I don't know. There's, they filed a trademark or something for Warner Max, so that might okay. be something they use going forward. But like, it's not a definite. It's like a we might use it kind of thing, Patton. Okay. Um, I don't know. Like, there's reason to believe that the Discovery Head guy is in favor of like Snyderverse stuff, and there's reason to believe that other. It depends on who takes over. Like, it's still not clear. Who takes over the Warner? Who Discovery takes over Warner? What becomes well, who, what becomes the megacorp that is yeah, what, yeah Warner Brothers plus Discovery like okay. but I mean did you hear like fucking we're probably gonna get a Black Canary show there's a Batgirl show Supergirl might get a spinoff out of Flash <laughs> uh, I heard the Supergirl out of Flash Batgirl they're doing a movie they're trying to get Simmons back as Commissioner Gordon yeah 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 that stuff the Canary thing I think I heard that yeah who's who's writing it whoever was doing the love some chick who's the doing... Lovecraft show that was oh. on HBO. Lovecraft Country? Yeah. Wait, that's not what that's called, is it? I think that sounds right. I never saw it. I haven't seen it yet. But, you know, the H.G. Wells. That sounds cool. H.P. <laughs> Lovecraft? There it is. Yeah. <laughs> There's a time machine. See, and yeah. then they visit aliens. Okay, yeah. And then <laughs> we bring it back to aliens. And then the Morlocks. Yes, the H.P. Lovecraft stuff. Like whoever was doing that show. That sounds pitch. Right. I don't remember. Because it's the chick, right? Isn't the chick who's playing Black Canary? Isn't she yeah. in Lovecraft Country? Yeah. Like, she's the lead on that yeah. show. And then they're like, hey, let's do something else together. Yeah. I was like, let's just go to Warner Brothers and try to get a Black Canary movie going. Yeah. And, we're, and we might get that GCPD type show or like Gordon if or whatever happens. it is. A lot of talk. Yeah. I saw something. I try to do something with Keaton's Batman. Yeah. If he let's wants see. to do more stuff. Fuck yeah. I know. I saw something. It was, uh, it's all rumor stuff, but it was mm-hmm. something about. They're trying to put together some project that focuses on a bunch of DC villains. Maybe because Suicide Squad did well, but they were like, "Let's let's get uh, the big heavy hitters." Kind of like a you know, a, oh. you know, an injustice, a Legion League, of Doom movie, yeah, a Legion of Doom esque, like a project like that. So they were like, "How about like Eisenberg's Lex Luthor?" I mean, well, hold up, Meadows can we get Joker. a Justice Two and Three first? Just <laughs> yeah, before we do this shit, like, you want to hear my point? <laughs> Yes. Do you want it? I'm trying to put something together like that, something like that together. Mm-hmm. And Jared Leto was saying, I'm only interested in coming back as Joker if Ben Affleck is Batman. Oh. So that we can be on screen together the way he wanted to. <laughs> it's like we barely got to be on screen together ever. My, I want my yeah. Joker to interact with that Batman. So if you're saying like, hey, we're interested in you coming back as Joker for this thing over here, like you and Lex Luthor and Deathstroke and, you know, Black You better have Affleck Bats. Yeah, he's like, or he's just using it as a like, all right, yeah, man, I'll be in your Legion of Doom movie thing if we get a, (laughs) because this whole Ben Affleck phasing out after Flash movie. But I hear he's back for Flash in a bigger way than I was thinking, not just a handoff. Like, yeah, like he's all over. I was like, like Soups and Wonder Woman might be in it too now. And it's like, whoa. What are we doing? What are we doing? What is this thing? This is fucking Civil War. This is not Cap 3. This is Civil War. Yeah. This isn't Flash 1. This is fucking Justice League. Which it's so annoying 
for those <laughs> these movies to be like, are are they going to come back as Superman? It's like, why would you not use Superman in your movies? Why are we trying to figure out how to replace him with a different Superman or a Supergirl spinoff? Like, we're going to do a Batgirl movie, but like Ben Affleck Batman's not going to be in it. And you're like, <laughs> at all. Bananas, how? Like, what? Wait a minute. How does that make sense? Although I am interested, it's, it's like, uh, it's a little weird, right? Because like, where does Batgirl sit in the mythology, the canon built already, right? Like, we've made reference to a dead Robin, but we haven't done anything else. You're like, I don't know. Be a we're going to have to retcon it. Not even retcon it, but like, you know. It's I don't like, know. how does Batgirl's existence fit in with a, such a, like a pessimistic, down Batman at the beginning of BBS? I don't know. Hey, but if you want Commissioner Gordon back. Fuck yeah. It seems like it's Barbara Gordon. Yeah, no, and I, yeah, uh, I think that's, that's her dad. Concrete, but how does he not know he has a daughter? <laughs> and like, who, that's who the is movie. a bat? She shows up, or? and she's like, "You're my dad." Oh, at the same time that Batman's mysteriously <laughs> missing. That's how we get away with takes, it. And you're like, "What are we doing? This is weird. This is a Batgirl <laughs> movie made out of necessity of no Batman." No. Which I think he's down to clown. So. I think he is down as long as it's good, man. He as just wants to do cool shit. He wants to keep being Batman. Why would you want Ben Affleck to not keep being Batman? Why would you yeah. want Cavill to not keep being Superman? It's super weird. Just push him back a little bit on his worth. Like the execs <sighs> don't like that he asks for stuff. Oh no! That's what it seems like the guy who plays Superman wants to be respected as the guy who's playing Superman. <laughs> And when other yeah. people are making deals for like, I get 5% of the back end deals because yeah. I'm Thor or something. And he's like, and I'm sure. Superman, dude. Like, <laughs> just, we, we can replace you. We nah, just need, not really. Like, sort of, but not really. I just need somebody in charge who's like, please just, <laughs> seems so simple. Just like, do it right. <laughs> just, yeah, just stop being just weird. Just don't fuck it up. Just don't, don't mess around with it. Like, what are, what are we doing? So much so that the actors have to be like, oh, you're interested in me? Okay, but like, is that Batman coming back? I gotta like negotiate on behalf of the rest of us. Which, like, if it works. That's awesome. <laughs> do it. Uh, pretty hilarious. We gotta have somebody else advocate for Bat Ben Affleck to be your Batman. Why, why the fuck would you not? We can have both. Keaton can still make another, like, you can give him nine movies. I don't care. You're already doing the Pattinson Batman. You're already going to have a bunch of Batmans walking Watch around. all three of these fucks. It's like the one who's your guy for the main interconnected stuff. You want him to just weirdly be off screen all the time when it's like he only played the character a few times. When you've got like Chris Hemsworth over here playing Thor for like the ninth time. I was like, actors are, are down, man. You think when Ben Affleck signed up to be Batman, he probably thought it was going to be the next 15 years. I'm going to do this like eight different times. Yeah, that it was very possible. This he would, Yeah, he'd do this almost 10 times. Like, And nobody hates him in the role or something. Like, ooh, we blew it. Nobody likes him as Batman. Like, no, that's well, not. I mean, that was part of the blowback on BBS is theatrical cut, right? It was just like, oh, this movie sucks. He's like, man, this movie was dope until it got chopped. Yeah, I meant like audience saying we don't like ben affleck as batman like recast mm. he sucks yeah, I guess like, I've, I've heard very little criticism of him it. as batman or it's his performance so like everybody likes him <laughs> in the role why would you not yeah I don't know. it's weird that's yeah, dumb <laughs> i this flash movie it sounds like it's gonna be killer yeah they do it right hoping it's awesome and hopefully all of it's just a bunch of bullshit 
of like, this is his last turn as Batman. It's like, why do you keep saying that? Because if it goes really well and it's hugely successful and then he's great, why are you done? It sounds more like, well, he wants to be done. We got him for one more. Yeah, that's not what's going on here. He's just tentatively lured back in. Be like, are we doing this for real? Or am I going to get jerked around for another four or five years? <laughs> five years. Yeah, sounds crazy. Wow. But yeah, so interest in Leto coming back. Cool. But maybe it's rumor. <laughs> but also aliens. But also maybe people who have highly advanced technology only to fake the planet into fighting a fake war so they could keep lying in their pockets and be in charge. I would like to think that this is not the case. But also, that's a lot of pieces to line up. <laughs> it's a lot of It sounds like it wouldn't work. <laughs> They thought it would work in the nineties. I, I would love if it, yeah, like when an it alien around comes down idea. and goes, "I'm not standing for this." <laughs> or not in my name. It just doesn't hold weight. <laughs> of just like the the military industrial. People don't buy it. Or they're, yeah, they're trying to say aliens are the enemy, and then like all <laughs> of the interconnected internet, you know, I'd say social media but finds a way to people in general it. say, "What's your proof?" Uh, that'd be cool. And then they're well, like, we okay, don't have well, any. but that that part is like the worst case scenario is it's, it's a straight false flag. They use one of the alien craft to literally blow a plant, like blow a city off the face of the earth. Yeah, maybe where real people die, and and it looks like aliens did it. And that's what Greer points to the Lou Elizondo and the star to the Stars Academy stuff as being like they're setting the stage for you to believe that there's no way anybody could have built a craft that moves like that. Mm-hmm. But really, we totally can. But if we build that story, then when it happens, you'll be like, oh, my God, the only explanation is that aliens are finally here to blow us up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, JK, it was a false flag like Northwoods, like mm-hmm. the plan of it anyway. Like, I don't know. Uh, it's just, it sounds like you're man, pulling really from a playbook <laughs> that wouldn't work anymore. Let's say you try to do it in 10 years and whatever the world looks like in 10 years, like this idea yeah. of like, hey, man, we're going to do this and then we're going to blame Cuba because we want to go pick a fight with Cuba. So right. we're going to claim that Cuba blew up Miami or something. Well, and then it's like that would work in the 90s. Yeah, it'd be harder 2000s. to get the information of what exactly happened. Yeah. But in 2030, can you still pull that? Would anybody believe it? I don't know, man. Would if you they, be able to keep, they keep a lid that, on, the, on the tech? Yeah, but like how? I mean, they've done it so far. So far, yeah, I'm saying, but like in 10 years, if everything keeps going into weird town the way it is, <laughs> it's kind of like you can't, you know what I mean? There's less belief in stuff anymore because of disinformation and like well, nobody sure. believes anything they hear. So when We're they try to tell unmoored, you a story, yeah. like just trust the government that when they said that like Cuba sent missiles into Miami just because and we got to go fight them yeah. uh, and everybody just kind of says a collective like, oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Is that what happened? Are you sure about that? <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's. I mean, that. Yeah, that. That'd be encouraging if. Yeah, like the story was just dead on arrival. Like, just, I don't believe you. Nobody buys it, and now they're <laughs> mad at you for trying to lie. And like the whole, yeah. And everybody's like, no, I believe the government, but like they're the smaller. But like yeah, the majority comments. says this sounds like horse shit. Yeah. Well, that would be cool. That'd be nice. <laughs> like, whoa, it didn't work. Uh, they're like, fuck, this plan from the eighties didn't work out. Like, yeah. Like, nah, man. The world has changed too much for something like that to work. Like, you can't hide shit the way you used to. Like, the CIA could be doing crazy MK Ultra stuff with, like, zero accountability. Because, like, how sure. would anybody even know? Nobody knows 
nothing yeah. is so interconnected that like you can just do anything out there in the desert and nobody would know. Yeah. Even now, people who see it, they don't have pictures. Yeah, it's just a weird story somebody's telling. You can't do that anymore. It's not it's even. It's very hard to get away with shit like that. Yeah. Can't hide shit anymore. So. Yeah. I don't know. If yeah. it's an inside job. It's just so weird. And like he, he's got like schematics, mm-hmm. diagrams of vehicles, like bunch of stuff that seems to line up with the same type of shit Lazar was talking about. And you're like, and these don't appear to be two guys who hang out together. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, fuck, man. <laughs> and then like that, that but... I think we talked about this last time or did we not? Like, what was his name? Something, uh, P, uh, PAs? Fuck. He's that like sounds a, familiar. The patent, the Navy patent that the director, like the, he filed a patent for like an mm-hmm. energy thing and the patent office said fuck you no because mm-hmm. it's not even possible in principle that's why mm-hmm. and then the like the top banana of the navy wrote mm-hmm. the patent office to be like no i can't tell you why or how or whatever but like you need to yes you should grant this yeah and they're like oh okay <laughs> and if you look at his schematics and plans they look like tic-tac shaped vehicle that produces a field and a triangular shaped vehicle that produces a plasma field of high-intensity electrical energy. Why do you want a patent if nobody even believes it's possible? So that inevitably, once it does get revealed, he can get money. I guess, but wouldn't you get the patent, like, six months before that? Not if you want to make sure you get it. What if somebody files it first? (laughs) I guess. It just sounds so trivial, the patent fucking uh, office. But that's, like, how a lot of scientists make any money in their life, like... I guess. It's just like, oh, come on, like this is this info campaign or something's patent. And then the more you talk, like, oh, fuck, no, what if this is a weird. They told him, like, okay, fine. Hmm. Nobody's going to believe it's real anyway. <laughs> Even the patent office said no. Nah. And then you're like, uh oh. And like, somebody finally, somebody, somebody was writing an article about UFO stuff, mm-hmm. tried to contact this guy. Mm-hmm. And the guy just, you know, he sent emails to an email that never responded for like six months. And then finally, this dude wrote back. And he wrote back like three paragraphs or something max, like some, like barely answered his questions. But I, I was listening to like what he said, and it seems like the simple version of his explanation of the pay, PA's field or whatever he called it mm-hmm. is just like you create an incredibly high energy electrical field and you fluctuate it in such a way or spin it. That was weird. You spin it or you fluctuate it. Mm-hmm. In such a way as to cause a disturbance in the fundamental quantum structure of reality. <laughs> that dis- And then from what? there, you can get quantum mechanical effects at the macro level. What? And it was like, why spin or fluctuate? And it was just like, because it's electromagnetic, mm-hmm. right? If you take a coil of wire and fluctuate, move it up and down a mm-hmm. magnet through that coil, you get electricity through the wires, right? Mm-hmm. And through a wire, you get a, a magnetic field. If it fucking, if you coil the wire, you get a magnetic field. Like you can, if you, the coil is the spinning of the electricity, right? It's curling and spinning around through the wire mm-hmm. down a cylinder. So it's re- it's really just if you disturb an electromagnetic field in one of two ways that we know causes mm-hmm. one direction electricity, one direction magnetism, and you do it at a high density. Oh, there was a plasma element. Like it's high density plasma electricity or some shit. I don't know enough about plasma or electricity to know if that's a thing you can do. Mm-hmm. And then you spin or fluctuate it in such a way it disturbs the field of reality that makes it possible to get quantum mechanical effects at a macro level. 
And I was like, well, I kind of understand everything you said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's weird. And so it why would is it not possible? It makes sense that you could, because like, I don't know, because somebody's like, how would you produce such a plasma field maybe like, that sounds thing. like a question and he's like well, not that, i left our patent because i don't need you knowing like <laughs> but it seems like the kind of tech that would in theory it's also something you could write in a sci-fi book and be like i'm just mm-hmm. explaining conceptually how it would possibly happen but interesting that it made sense interesting that he ducked you for six to eight months and then did write that it almost feels ego driven like he wanted to say enough to be like my shit it's legit <laughs> and i've had mm-hmm. to do it in secret for so fucking long I don't want people forgetting my name. I'll put my name on this. <laughs> hmm. And couple that with the fucking banana shit of he's contacting aliens with like meditative, you know, projection of consciousness technologies. I'm more interested in that. That sounds weirdly uh, interdimensional. Yeah. And like, right, some people say like, well, we kind of think maybe the ship is somehow navigated by consciousness itself or thought patterns because there don't seem to be ship. controls. Like, it's, a, it's like an astral projection through reality. It's, it's floating sure. in the sky because if it landed, you would try to touch it and you can't. And like Travis Walton, you'd end up hurt. Yeah. Like, like you, it glows you, yeah. energy that's not super nice to human bodies. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a craft. It's... An astral projection. It's a sheath of interdimensional yeah. communication where it's in between states. It's in a flux state so that you can kind of see it, but can't really see it. And like it touched him on his shoulder, but like, can you touch him? Like, not really. Right. Not like it's, a, it's like ghost astral projection, out of body stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's all. What the fuck? We're communicating through energy wavelengths. Kind of like putting yourself through a radio wave. Like you can hear through a radio, but like, sure. can I touch the radio wave? Like, not in a way that you can appreciate. <laughs> like, you can't feel yourself touching But you it. can get resonant effects, right? Like, there used to be a radio tower. I, I, I forget where I saw this, but somebody was saying where it... And this is back in the day when radio was, like, first coming up. Mm-hmm. Like, the people who lived in a town near the broadcasting radio station, it was it was broadcasting at an energy level that's, like, hundreds of times higher than anything ever would be nowadays. Mm-hmm. And people's pots and pans were picking up the radio signal and you were getting an acoustic sound out of it. Hmm. So when people say like, oh, I'm hearing the radio through my teeth, because like if you were mm-hmm. near a thing, you could hear it. Their pots and pans That's crazy. were literally transmitting the audio out of their metal. Their metal was vibrating in a way that would reproduce the signal. Turn down that signal. Yeah. <laughs> out of your mind. People are getting cancer over here. <laughs> but it's like, dude, because you didn't do anything special to a pot. It's just a fucking metal cylinder thing. Yeah. But it was you still got, got the audio wave encoded in a radio signal was getting mm-hmm. resonating with just a metal sheet, essentially, mm-hmm. and producing sound again that you could hear. It was reproducing the original sound wave. So it sounds more likely if you were to interdimensional communicate like it would be through some kind of receiver like a radio like we heard a, a voice through whatever the plate in our head this cave or through the pot <laughs> that we were making spaghettios in yeah <laughs> like what and like so i mean maybe it was just a radio signal from somebody here on earth or i don't know it's pretty convincing that that was another being it's like how do you get his ears healed man what know. the fuck is in that picture? Dude, I stopped the movie and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Spooky shit. That's insane. That looks like a fucking figure. And like, why does it look a lot like an alien that was in a goddamn movie from 77? Like, Maybe it's not aliens, it's ghosts. And the thing people say yeah. is that when Spielberg made Close Encounters of the Third Kind, mm-hmm. that like, he talked to a lot of people 
who were maybe sort of kind of connected to the government mm-hmm. agencies who kind of sort of deal with stuff yeah, like this. Yeah, you butted up against it. So much so that they told them all kinds of stuff, and that's why a lot of it looks exactly like it was a pseudo-documentary in a lot of ways because mm-hmm. the vehicles look the right way, the shapes and lights and the, the structures and mm-hmm. the aliens' description, all of it was like, yeah, 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 I get to tell. That way, it's more disinfo. We could be like, ah, oh, what, you believe in aliens? Would you watch that movie that everybody liked? Yeah, I like movies too, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's like, instead, they were just like, yeah, they look like this. They look like that. They look like this. I've seen one. Like, but not say that part. <laughs> why, why hide it, though? Why would you want disinformation? Because the public can't handle it. They'll be too scared. I don't know. What if it started there, but it became a power play? Because once you have, if you're playing a game a where everybody play. has to dig coal out of the earth or oil or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you get something that doesn't need any of that, mm-hmm. I could see absolutely they're fucking psychopaths who are like, I'm going to keep this ace in my in the hole until I need to. Especially if they're already in positions of power in government, in industry, whatever. They're like, I'm fine. Me and mine are completely taken care of in the current incarnation of the game. Like, so why change need? the game? What do you need? Until to, it's to necessary. It. Climate change, that's not enough. Maybe it's not bad enough yet. Maybe that's the thing. <laughs> you, like, but like, right, if you've got going. a shit ton of money, you live in a place where you like the water table's great, you live protected on a mountain somewhere with a gated community, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, I'm sheltered from a lot of this. Maybe we use it later. I still like this whole plan about scaring the world into thinking it's aliens. <laughs> it sounds weird because it's so organized when it's like, if that was like one yeah. person, sure. If it was like 10 people, sure. But like an well, that's entire complex over multiple generations. Well, I'm thinking it, it really Ugh. comes down to like a handful of 20 or less people, dude. Like the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like in the sense of a tight-knit group maybe, but like not like literally the Illuminati. Like, you know, because there are lineages, right? Like there are lineages of powerful families and powerful industries and powerful people who have over sure. a few generations not left the powerful position and they continue to like get graduated up. Yeah, maybe. It wouldn't take much to keep it under lock and key. Especially because like people who were there for the birth of these types of projects could still be alive. Mm-hmm. So the first handoff doesn't need to have happened yet mm-hmm. in a lot of cases, not all of them, right? Because... Once you start getting to like 80, 90, you're, come on. Mm-hmm. It's fucking nuts. And this CE5 shit, it's like, what the fuck? You just like sit out and meditate and invite them in and they seem to reliably show up. And there's a fuck ton of video of these weird orbs that move in ways that you don't make sense. That sounds like anybody could do that. Like replicate that event or replicate If it works, if just a bunch aliens. of people meditating. Yeah, no, I mean, aliens, yeah. Then he does want people to do it. Like, who needs, yeah. I don't need you to declassify stuff and Pentagon Papers. There's like a little book he wrote that you can get for like 12 bucks or something. There's like an app you could pay him six bucks for it. Like, I'll get you an alien by three o'clock tomorrow. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, I want to do this. And they're like, don't do it by yourself. Like, <laughs> it's like, well, I guess, yeah. Because like we have, because he's literally, and he's done this a bunch. And he's had weird occurrences in his life too. Like he almost died when he was like little and stuff. So, and like, it's, so we had like some sort of out of body experience when that happened. Um, but like, he's, I've completely lost my point. I don't know. He's done it a bunch over his lifetime. He's just saying he's well. Oh, here's what I was going to say. No, this. I was going to say every time it's been positive. Yeah. It's never been like, yo, don't fucking talk to me. You're like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Mm-hmm. Not once. He's I like, that's see. weird. 
I mean, the potential threat there would be a little spooky. Like, hey, we're going to try to contact a demon. And you're like, dude, if it works, you fucked up. <laughs> or it doesn't <laughs> work. It's a bad idea. Wasting your time. So, like, no, don't try to contact a demon. Yeah. Don't talk to scorpion gods if you're... What, what are we doing? But, like... And maybe it's just the kind of reach out they're doing, right? Full of positivity and love or something. But it's just like, yeah, just a law of averages. You would think if there's mal malevolent intent or something, you'd run into at least one of them by now. Or if somebody did, they don't put it in their documentary. He's like, there was that one bad time. <laughs> okay, we got could an be asshole like, who then tried to kill somebody. Presenting this in bad faith, he doesn't want to. And he's like, but that was just one time, so I'm not going to put it, it in the doc, man. Keep that Maybe. out. <laughs> Redact that, that one. Come on, bro. Um, we got a cranky alien that time. Maybe they also claim he also interviewed a guy who claims that the government has staged abductions where they did do horrible things to people in mm -hmm. order to help spur the story that the mm. aliens are here to kill us all and hurt us to make people walk away thinking like, well, these are dangerous folks. I don't know. But then where's that message? Cause it's like, are we keeping aliens a secret or are we trying to convince people that they're the enemy? Like both sides of this inevitable uh, reveal like, story, uh, you know, I guess I don't, I'm still not clear. Like, I mean, I think the guy says his credentials, but like, you know, all the military stuff is, you know, 14 letters and then, something something battalion and you're like man i'm not in i don't know what that means mm -hmm. so it doesn't stick to sounds well. high up but uh you're just like what <laughs> what and, like they blasted a bunch of those people on the road with a nuke basically out the bottom of a jury-rigged ufo and you're like <laughs> oh, sorry <laughs> you're gonna die early i'm sorry <laughs> like, whoa hmm and he had little diorama, like he had people make little models to be like, hey, "Look, this is a real one. This is one you know it's not, it's it's man-made because look at all this tubing and shit on the bottom that's supplying the, you know, generation one looking version hmm. of the energy rather than the sleek ass one object triangle." Hmm. And you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, a lot of that shit makes sense though. That's crazy. And you could you've talked to fucking aliens. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm listening. So I'm open to the idea. I want to do one of these CE5 things one day, man. Get after it. That'd be so nuts. Do it, maniac. Like, hey, man, can I? Can you guys land? Can we see you? Can you like up here? Can I take a picture with you, bro? That's what I want. <laughs> and then, man, maybe the answer comes back like, nah. Or fuck yeah, dude. No one's asked. <laughs> no one's. Asked. Thank you. I feel. Very nice. Now that you like wanted a picture with me. So yeah, possibly I am. You find what you're looking for, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna dig more into this career stuff, but like saying you look hard enough for aliens. Somebody's saying you can just meditate. Just kind of ring them up. Doesn't even sound hard. You just got to nicely ask them to come by and they probably will. <laughs> yeah. I'll put on a little light show for you. It's like a dog asking you to throw a ball. Uh, all right, all right, there you go. Boop. There's one throw. <laughs> Whoa! Thanks, bro. Anyway. If that's all there yeah. is to it. I was like, well, actually, we took a bunch of yeah, mescaline that we all drank out of the same bowl, and then we meditated to, like, free our minds, <laughs> and then we out. all hallucinated the same things. <laughs> Which is pretty But if there's rare. a picture of the guy standing behind him or whatever, then... That part. And the, the little picture. guy. And the little guy. He's got a very clear picture of what this little fucking nymph-looking thing little is. Dude. But yeah. it looks very strange. Oh, and there's a skeleton he has. Well, he's dragging around a skeleton. 
Uh, well, it's not dragging, but like it's he, holding it. I forget the town. He, I think it's named. They call it the name of the town they found it in, but it's like an, another two, three footer, and it looks. The head is very like elongated skull. It doesn't look like a deformed baby or anything. Mm-hmm. It looks like an adult version of something. Mm-hmm. And like I guess the growth plates at the knee joint, they had somebody look at, and they were like, "That looks like a mature." Mm-hmm. The material seems like a mature joint of an adult something. Okay. And like, and it has that one. I I think maybe I was wrong about the ribs before because I think this part belongs to this little alien skeleton. But like, it's like fourteen ribs instead of however many you're normally supposed to have. Mm-hmm. And that one, it's like the 20s picture I was talking about earlier, that was a bigger object or organism. Mm-hmm. This is like a tiny guy you could hold in your hand, like a maraca. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty small. It's, well, maybe a big maraca. But like, you're like, what the fuck? And then there's some whole documentary he's done I haven't seen that's like he took it to some specialists to like look at it and test the material. And what is this? It looks like a fucking alien. <laughs> <laughs> it's an alien, bro. Like, what is this? And it's like, yeah. And there, I think there's two. Somebody found another one. So, like, looks like it's the same species of something. Oh, like just the skeleton of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, not yeah. alive. Okay. Like, there's some, like, yeah. It's, I'm like, what the fuck is this, dude? Some weird stuff. It doesn't look created. It doesn't look like a special effect. Somebody, like, you know, molded it out of plastic. Like, mm-hmm. it's just bones and stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's not an alien. Maybe it's just a weird mutant creature maybe but it's weirdly humanoid-esque you know like yeah, it's like got a like weird genetic offshoot ribs pelvis legs arms mm-hmm. head eye sockets like yeah two monkeys had a really deformed baby <laughs> to those die in the hobbit like human offspring right like wasn't there a tiny version of people yeah different type you know, know. anthropology like the giant the bigfoot genesis point these guys yeah and then also, like, the smaller ones, like the four-feet-tall little monkey-esque <gasps> creature. You know, just a different species of humanoids that have died off long, yeah. long ago. Or, like, somebody found a skeleton of, like, a little pygmy. Ago. I, I was watching her what? read something about, like, it would fit in your hand. Whoa, no but way. It was, like, it was like a person. of Like, this is, like, the skull and the spinal column and, like, a leg and an arm or something. And, like, the rest isn't there. But it was like, what? what is this? Holy shit. Like, no it's way. a tiny person that would fit in an adult's no. hand. Dude, so, I need to see this. Like, That's fucking nuts. Five. And I was like, what? Is this real? That and I look into real? it. But I don't know. I mean, we're talking about crazy shit. So <laughs> am I going to get into aliens? But, like, something like that. I was like, the That'd crazy pygmy. Like, somebody... Like maybe like an animal or a person birthed just a weird a genetic tiny, abnormality tiny. of just a super tiny person. Well, then like it was a almost a, like a newborn. It was a baby. Or it looked like I don't know a, if it, it was full like grown or, or what, but like you had to be born. But like, then this sure, thing sure. died. So it was like, is it possible that like you just had, Holy you know, God. like like some kind of weird bonobo real, gave dude. birth to a tiny little yeah just mutated enough to like be weird looking yeah and you're like what is this and i was Maybe. like just a really weird once in a lifetime shooting star genetic <laughs> variation yeah where like it's just a crazy like if a, if a woman gave birth to a baby the the size of it's tiny two fingers and you're like what <laughs> how the fuck what got flipped in the genome here something weird happened that just subtract by 20 <laughs> by 200 percent on everything oh, it's like, just, just somehow the math <laughs> yeah it's a pocket baby. It's a little baby that fits in your shirt pocket. <laughs> I mean, right? I don't What's see why name? that wouldn't be possible. It's Waldo, point. whatever, right? The twelve foot guy, Robert Wadlow. Robert Wadlow. There yeah, is. Yeah, he had. It was like a thyroid something, right? Yeah. yeah. But still, 
yeah, but came out large and got even larger. Like, yeah, but like a reverse, yeah, yeah, something that made you grow to a normal, like average baby size. Like that didn't kick on, so you just stayed the size of a fetus. But like you're walking around like but Stuart Little developed. or something. You're like, what's up, Dan? Like, how are you in existence? That'd be fucking nuts. There's nothing. Or I'm not, you know, obviously I'm not a biologist here, but it seems within the realm of human possibility that something could just be born crazy small. Weirdest things have happened. Like weirder things have happened. So why not? Or really weird things have happened. I don't know. Sure. I'm not going to rank order that one. <laughs> <laughs> but something like that. Like somebody pulled you know, a baby, this little skeleton out of the Congo or something. Yeah. And like, this is, dude, what, little, what is this? Little pygmies are real. Just Holy a little shit. pygmy person, dude. Oh, it'd be so cool. It's so weird. And they're just like, where are you? Where did they all go? Like, what's going on here? I don't know. Living are in the you guys living underground somewhere? Maybe. Like, you're living in the forest? How would you find them? <laughs> like an untouched civilization? Like, those are still or around. Or bulldozing the rainforest. Normal so I will run into them eventually, right? Maybe. <laughs> or they just hide out in caves. They're like, man, you guys are dicks. <laughs> we went underground, man. They're weird mole people. Like, their eyes went away. They yeah. evolved away from eyeballs. Don't meet them. It's like totally rats. possible. That sounds like why not? Sure. Damn, dude. Discover a network of little tunnels under a rainforest, and there's just little pygmies living in there. <laughs> and they have their own language, like, and like they have books. <laughs> we can't read them. Oh. And they have little desks and pencils. And I would like, love what the fuck? to read a tiny book written by little people who live under the ground. Somebody's got to learn their language. What translate. the fuck does that book say? What is it about? It's a lot about farming. What is it? <laughs> How to farm inside tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's like a fucking manual. <laughs> You're like, man, what? Sounds totally plausible. Show me your religions. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that'll be more interesting. You're just farming mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> so many pages on mushrooms. Who cares? They're like, uh, I do, bro. It's what I eat. It's my life. Without mushrooms, I don't eat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, man, you ever had a Skittle before? Do I want to? <laughs> no. You might die. Just Don't destroy your population. <laughs> Sorry, bro. And did you guys heroin and cigarettes? Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Man, pygmies are real. That'd be so nuts. That'd be I was crazy. Like, you, I, you seriously, like, I stopped the movie and I was like, what the fuck is this triangle head guy? Holy shit. And it's like just enough to be like, God damn it. I wish it was like just 40% clear. Yeah. Come on. And you're like, yeah, but like we're in the middle of nowhere yeah. with the night. The only lights are the night sky, dude. Like, surprise, there's a picture. Any camera is going to have a hard time. Like, like somebody like, tried to take one and there's just nothing. And the glow of a fire. And you're like, dude, you can't see anything. <laughs> like, he was right there. Could you put I promise. up cameras and just have them running? You're like, dude, this is a niche thing. Nobody cares about our dumb C5 things. <laughs> <laughs> like, you made a documentary. I paid for it. Have the cameras rolling. Yo, invite them down to take pictures. Yeah, or just yeah, have the camera rolling and then the do intent. it. And if something shows up, we catch it on film, and then everybody might think, like, is this real? Is this the Blair Witch Project? Is this fake? <laughs> sure, yeah. And then be like, seems no, worth doing, man. Especially if his idea is to like get it out there that like they mean us no harm. Don't fall for this story about them coming to kill us. Like, you know, it'd be real convincing. An alien on camera who just shows up to hang out and eat some Cheetos and then leave. Like sounds reactionary. I mean, if they're if that message was being put out there, if the Pentagon's like, okay, aliens real, 
but they're a threat and we got to fight them. Yeah. And then other people just start making TikToks with aliens. <laughs> TikToks with aliens. And campfires. And be like, they're saying they're the enemy, but, you know, Joey's pretty dope. Yeah, this guy's pretty cool. Steve here is pretty dope, man. He's awesome. He doesn't know what a yo-yo is. Let's watch him try to figure it out. Look at this. Uh... Ah, he's having a good time. He loves it. Yo, can I get my yo-yo back? <laughs> ah, shit, he took it. He's going to take it home, man. Man, that thing was like 12 bucks. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, if everything's reactionary. They're like, yo, are you still burning things for power? <laughs> Oof, you guys got a way to go. Might as well write me a book on mushrooms, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'll read this. Is that a joke where you're from? I don't know. Oh, you don't have tiny people? <laughs> what? They're little pygmies. What? They're the size of mushrooms. <laughs> They're delightful. Pygmy, pygmy. You want to meet one? He's got one in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> this is Carl. He's he's pretty chill. <laughs> pretty <laughs> chill? Hey. <laughs> um, Anything's possible. Crazy shit. It's just nuts, dude. Here. Oh, I haven't gotten into aliens. Am I going to go down this rabbit hole? I'd hope you do, dude. Let's go out to a CE5 thing. I mean, I'd be, I'd be down. Right? I'd, I'd try it. It's just, it's too weird not to. I can't find a good version of that. The triangle head I'm talking about. <laughs> kind of looks like uh, like Phineas from Phineas and Ferb. It's like part of you is just like, <laughs> is my it, are my eyes just trying to fill in the gaps too much to explain uh, it? Like, just, like we're so used to now. human figures and human faces and human whatever that like it's doing a lot of projecting mm -hmm. over uh, ambiguous stimuli. Or is it like, no, it's pretty close, dude. Like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but that looks yeah. like a thing. I'll just watch the dock at some point. Yeah, you should. This picture's not as good as I want it to be. You need to see, like, in the movie. You'd be like, what the fuck? No fucking way. There's <laughs> a lot of layers. It's a problem. It's like, is the dock real? Are you just an alien enthusiast? <laughs> I mean, you gotta keep that in mind. You know, and like, this is just, you want it to be true, so you made a dock about how it is true, because you believe it's but, true, or you're just a, you know, a shuckster. It's going to great, great, great lengths to keep it going. This was your, you know, yeah, you're enthusiastic about it, and you know it's not real, but, you know, like a magician, like, I'm gonna convince you that I actually have magic powers. Mm. Like, I want you to believe in aliens the way I do, believe. so I fake it. Yeah. Or this is how I make money. This is how I make my living. You know, that kind of shit. I was like, is this in good faith? Because if that photo he, is real, that's nuts. Seems, if it's fake, well, then fuck you. Seems genuine. But yeah, that could be faked and stuff. Like, so I haven't dug do, deep do on him. But if, if that's the case, dude, <laughs> this guy's been doing this shit. He's been all in for a very, very long time. That's at least yeah. one piece of data. Like, like you're dedicated. This is a charade. He's been keeping it up. Jesus. It's like, this is, my, this is how I make a living. This is how I do it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what he does for a living. He's like, like my, does he still have a doctor over here? Practice? Been a firefighter for forty years. He's all in it. He's dedicated to fighting fires because that's his <laughs> job. This is my job. Well, I don't know <laughs> that he makes all of his money off the alien shit. He might. I don't know. But I mean, maybe he's still a practicing doctor. Like, man, I don't know. This is what he does with his spare time. I don't even know who this guy is. <laughs> it's like, man, that's nuts. Just saying. Be like, oh, I saw it on YouTube. Therefore, just because there's it's yeah, real, and you're like, of course not. It's just if it's a shop, it's a damn good shop, and mm -hmm. it's it's like, wow. Well, but yeah, there's every possibility it's fuckery, but I don't know. <sighs> yeep, yeep, yeep. What's the name of the dog? 
Unacknowledged was the first one I watched. And then Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind is mm-hmm. the name of the other one. You might the the triangle head guy is way more in the Close Encounters one. Mm-hmm. Unacknowledged is more about it's basically them putting out a movie like don't believe it when they tell you that the aliens yeah. are here to kill us. That's the yeah. whole point of the doc is like mm-hmm. make the case so that you know that's a bullshit lie. Okay. Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind is more it's more background to it. There's more like yo you can contact aliens just by trying. <laughs> like what? And it's got some of the other stuff in it. Like mm-hmm. they overlap pretty heavily. But yeah. Weird. <laughs> Do you and I, I asked, what's going on with Dan? Wow. That's right. Did you hear they're going to change, they're changing the Roger Rabbit ride at Disneyland? I did not. What are they doing? Nothing massive, but they're, they've taken Jessica Rabbit out. What? She's the best part. They're editing it as, like, it's still running, but they're, like, slowly, iteratively changing the show scenes, I guess. Okay. And they're going to put her back, but, like, it's going to be, she's going to be a detective now. What? And, yeah, it seems a little weird. She's, like, a lounge singer, but okay. Yeah. Did she learn from Eddie Valiant? <laughs> Where did she pick up PI skills? But, mm-hmm. like, um the impression they're giving is like, yeah, she's going to be a bit more of the main character running around as a detective. And you're like, but it's Roger's ride. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck Roger. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Hmm. Whatever. I mean, I'll check it out. For sure. But how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> how dare you change that ride? Hmm. Faux show. Well, that was a lot of stuff. Kind of, yeah. Fully spooked once again. <laughs> you can summon them with your brain. Ah, shit. I mean, like, but if it, if they are some sort of, you know, point of consciousness that somehow, you know, then why wouldn't you be able to through that modality? Right. It's just sort of like energetics harmonizing with each other for information. Other people telling stories about how, like, they don't really talk. They more telepathically put thoughts in your head and mm-hmm. vice versa. And like, well, that would make sense if if that's at all how it works then why wouldn't you be able to just reach out through time and space via consciousness if, like everything's <laughs> yeah, non-locally connected somehow then why not like mm-hmm. the hell the, the crazy part is like yeah they routinely pick up the phone and go yeah sure i'll come by <laughs> it's interesting they're so indulgent <laughs> yeah but maybe that's why sometimes it's just you know orbs of light or vehicles moving around in the distance and then leaving because they're like, oh, okay, I'll buzz by your house on my way to the supermarket. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's go scare the pygmies, you know? Like, let's just fucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> One dude who he was sitting in his apartment in like mm-hmm. Burbank or somewhere. He was, you know, he was a dude who's been to some of these CE5 groups and then he did it himself in his apartment mm-hmm. in like LA or Burbank or wherever. And then he went outside to see like on his tiny balcony or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he could see and he got this shit on camera on his cell phone or something. It's like this white dot that seems to move around in ways that an airplane can't fucking do. And even a drone can't turn that fast and like mm-hmm. move like that. And then it started to zoom away. And then he was like, oh, no, dude, you just got here. Like, can you turn around, please? And then it stopped, and it went back the way it came. And he was like, holy shit. Like, they listened to me. They did what I asked. That's fucking nuts. Because, <laughs> like, it looks like it's hella yeah. far away. Like, but somehow, they, like, quote, quote, heard him. And they were like, yeah, okay. <laughs> or it's a hilarious coincidence. Like, yeah. you're like, what the fuck? Sounds pretty easy. And this is daytime. This isn't yeah. the nighttime one. Hmm. Like, man. 
That's fucking wild. It's kind of expanding the definition of alien here. It's just an interdimensional <laughs> being. Like it's spirits. Yeah. It's spirits that bomb around and Some you sort can of kind of yeah. summon them and they'll they'll pop by and wave at you. Like, what up, bro? Maybe heal your fucking ears. Yeah. Maybe hang out for a second. Call himself Steve and it's a byproduct. Like the frequency that they run on is a healing frequency and your totally ears possible. don't work because your cells are dysfunctional. So we just kind of, there you go, just like by, a, just like by a, sitting next to you. Just a tuning fork, like yeah. just getting them to Whoop, there you vibe go. in the right way and you're good to go. Fixed you on accident. Like, uh-huh. Our cells communicate electrochemically. Why not? That's so crazy. Hmm. Man, fuck you. Wrap this up. <laughs> ah, come on down to 5390 Napa Street, San Diego, California, 92110 Doom Nation Comics. That's the name of the place. Come on down for all your pop culture you needs. Do we have any aliens? Not right now. Unless you want to read Watchmen. That's sort of related, right? You can, I'm sure you can find other alien-based comics. Resident Alien, we have that. <laughs> what other alien-based stuff? <laughs> there are aliens in the X-Men universe. We have X-Men books like <laughs> the Shi'ar Empire and stuff. Come on down. Doom Nation Comics, 5390 Navistreet. <laughs> Bye. Peace. Mm-hmm.